your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 342 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Rangers' upcoming game against the Buffalo Sabres. They will take on Buffalo tonight at Madison Square Garden. Puck drops at 7 p.m. for that game. And I'm also going to kind of map out how I believe the Rangers should use their goalies down the stretch here. What games the Igor should start, what games the Alex Georgiev should start. We're down to just seven games, so it won't take as long as you might think, and that's just crazy in and of itself, the fact that we are down to just seven regular season games remaining for the New York Rangers this season. And finally, I'm going to be sharing a couple other stories of just my experience being back inside Madison Square Garden for the first time in probably more than two years and just kind of sharing what it was like. I touched on it a little bit yesterday, but you know, my wife and I were lucky enough to attend uh, Sunday's game against the Buffalo Sabres, a 6-3 win for the Rangers. Had a lot of fun, and again, I did talk about it a little bit on yesterday's episode. So, but I felt like we were just kind of scratching the surface. I didn't want to feel like we had to rush through it. And I'm sure there's some people out there who, I mean, some of you have probably been back to the garden by now, but some of you, I'm sure, are kind of curious about what the experience is like. Obviously, the arena only being filled to 10% at this time. So, yeah, we'll get into that as well. But let's start with the Rangers and the Sabres. Starting goalies have already been announced for tonight's game. The Rangers will roll with Igor Shesterkin. He will be opposed by, and stay with me here, I'm probably not going to pronounce this player's name right, but he has just one career NHL start under his belt. He will be going up against Uko Pekka Lukonen. I believe that's how you say it. And like I said, Lukonen going to be making his second career start. He actually did the Rangers a, a favor in his first career start. I'm sure that's what he was thinking about when he was out there, by the way, is doing the New York Rangers a favor. But he made a start on Friday came up with 36 saves on 40 shots in a win against the Boston Bruins. So like I said, he did help out the Rangers a little bit, but the Rangers going to have to find out a way uh, to take him down tonight. Uh, and for just any other context here, I, I don't know a whole lot about him other than the fact that he was taken in the second round in 2017 by Buffalo. So obviously he's an inexperienced goalie. Rangers have to take advantage of that, find a way to come away with a victory tonight. It is a huge game. I know everybody's probably getting used to hearing me say that, but it's the truth. We're Four points behind the Boston Bruins, trying to track them down for that last playoff spot, and you can't be losing games against the Buffalo Sabres if you're going to accomplish that feat. As far as the upcoming schedule and the standings picture, I thought we could take a look at that real quick as well. Through 49 games, the Rangers are now 25-18-6. That's good for 56 points, so they have more wins than losses, even if you count the losses in overtime. It was like a season-long chase to get back to this point, but it's nice to see the Rangers persevering through some adversity this season and at least giving themselves a chance down this stretch, giving us some excitement, uh, playoff-like atmospheres in these last couple of games here. It's going to be a lot of fun regardless of what happens. And if they actually complete this run and make it to the playoffs, uh, going to be a very, very satisfying day for Ranger fans for sure. As far as the rest of the standings, the teams around them, Rangers obviously remain in fifth place. The Flyers are in sixth place. They are 22-19-7. That is good for 51 points. I don't think the Rangers really need to worry about the Flyers at this point because if the Flyers end up passing the Rangers the Rangers ain't making the playoffs. It's not like the Flyers are going to finish in third place and the Rangers are going to finish in fourth place and the Islanders and Bruins are both going to drop out of it. So who cares about the Flyers? Let's not worry about them. The Bruins are in fourth place. They have lost two in a row, both in regulation. So they have zero points in their last two games, but they are just four points ahead of the Rangers at 27, 14, and six. They have 60 points. 
The kicker, of course, is the fact that the Bruins still do have two games in hand. And what makes the situation even more unique and I guess even more nerve-wracking if you're a Ranger fan is the fact that the Rangers close out their regular season with two games against the Bruins. And that's the good news because obviously you don't have to worry about some other team beating the Bruins. You could take care of business yourself. And obviously it's a lot easier said than done, but you will play the Bruins head on and you will sort of control your own destiny in that regard. The problem is the Bruins, those two games that they have in hand, they both come after those two games against the Rangers. So if the Rangers are just a point ahead of the Bruins or they're tied with the Bruins, it's going to be a very precarious situation knowing that the Bruins still have two regular season games left after the Rangers conclude their regular season. But as for tonight, this will be the eighth and final matchup between the Rangers and the Buffalo Sabres this season. The Rangers are 5-1-1 one one against the Sabres this year. And coming into April, we talked quite a bit about how the Rangers, if they were going to make any kind of a run at this thing, if they were going to make the playoff chase at all interesting down the stretch here, they were really going to need to take advantage of I don't want to say an easy schedule, but about as easy as it was going to get this year, playing all these great teams in the Eastern Division, because in April, you know, as soon as the calendar flipped, this is what we were talking about, this is what we kind of locked in on, the Rangers were going to have four games against the Sabres and four games against the Devils, all in this month alone, and so that's eight games where you really got to take care of business, and the Ranger record in the seven of those eight games that they've played so far, of course the eighth game will be tonight against the Sabres, but in the seven games that the Rangers have played against the Sabres and Devils combined in this month of April, the Rangers are 6-0-1, that is the definition of taking care of business, but they can't get complacent, they absolutely have to win this game tonight, every game is must win at this point, it's just that time of the season, and as for the Bruins, they're going to be in action tonight, on the road against the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Penguins are on fire. They are actually now in first place in the Eastern Division. Coming into the season, you guys will remember this, anybody who's been listening to this show for any amount of time, I, when it came to the Penguins and the Bruins and everybody talking about their demise and they might be on the way down and they're getting a little bit older and this, that, and the other thing, I said I'll believe it when I see it. I was not buying the fact that the Penguins and Bruins were going to suddenly fall apart, but I didn't see this coming either. I didn't see the Penguins being at the top of this division at the end of the season, but I guess by now, maybe we shouldn't be surprised when we see this. I know we don't have any Penguin fans listening to this, or probably not that many at least, but uh, man, I mean, they just won't go away. They're just always there. They're always in the mix. They're always a threat to make a deep playoff run. They just, they're the cockroach that won't die. It is what it is, but they're our friends tonight. We obviously have to root for them. They did us a favor on Sunday beating the Bruins one to nothing in that game, so hopefully they can do it again, take them down in regulation, prevent the Bruins from getting any points, and I never thought I'd be rooting this hard for the Penguins at the end of a regular season, but here we are. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse just happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. 
Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece, they're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10 This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight, and fairly priced, so you can give her something truly special and meaningful. The ring from Platt Boutique is amazing. It's so simple and clean, but the vintage details are just incredible. It's a perfect little ring that's so timeless and would make the perfect gift. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring that she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. This year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. Something else I thought we could do here real quick is just kind of give you guys an idea of what's coming up on the schedule for both the Rangers and the Bruins. I realize you guys are plenty capable of looking up the schedule yourself, but I'm sure a lot of you are probably driving right now. I know that, you know, usually when I listen to Locked On, because I'm still a fan. I mean, I might be a host of this show, but I'm still first and foremost a fan of the Locked On Podcast Network, 100%. And typically when I'm listening to a podcast, I'm driving. So, Maybe not the best idea to pull out the phone and look at the schedule. So I'll just give you guys a glimpse at the schedule myself. Just read it off to you guys. We'll take a look at the Bruins schedule first, and then we'll dive into the Rangers schedule. And I will also kind of uh, map out how I think the Rangers should handle their goalies game by game for the last seven games of the regular season here. But first, let's look at the Bruins schedule. This is the first time I've really taken kind of an in-depth look at what's coming up for the Bruins. And I got to be honest with you guys, it's a little disappointing because this schedule is not quite as difficult as Ranger fans would probably want it to be for the Bruins right now, given the fact that the Rangers are trying to chase down the Bruins. But yeah, the Bruins, they will play at Pittsburgh tonight. That's the good news because the Penguins are on fire. Hopefully they can do the Rangers a favor once again, defeat the Bruins as they did on Sunday. But after that, uh, the Bruins get a really easy four-game stretch, or at least as easy as it's going to get in this Eastern Division this season. They will have two games at home against the Buffalo Sabres. I know Buffalo has played a little bit better recently, but they still had basically a historically bad season this year. Let's just call it like it is. And the Devils haven't been much better. I mean, they are in an absolute tailspin, just loss after loss after loss. And the Bruins after playing the two games at home against Buffalo, will play two on the road against the New Jersey Devils. So that is a really unfortunate four-game stretch that the Bruins get over this next week or so, however long that is. And we're just going to have to hope and keep our fingers crossed that maybe the Sabres continue to, you know, continue a little bit of a late season push here. I mean, they've been better down the stretch. And if you believe in do, hey, maybe the Devils are due to win a couple of games by the time those two games roll around on May 3rd and on May 4th. That is a Monday and a Tuesday. After that, the Bruins will be home for two games against the New York Rangers on Thursday, May 6th and Saturday, May 8th. Those will be the last two regular season games that the Rangers play, but then the Bruins, like we said, they'll have those two makeup games on Monday, May 10th at home against the Islanders, and on Tuesday, May 11th on the road against the Washington Capitals. So at least they conclude, you know, those two extra games that they have, those two games that they have in hand, at least they're concluding against some good teams. And you hope, if you're a Ranger fan, that 
The standings are really bunched. Maybe the Islanders, Capitals, and Penguins are all kind of still fighting it out for that top seed, the chance to play the number four seed, and the chance to have home ice advantage in the first round of the playoffs. That's an ideal situation. But you certainly don't want to see, if you're a Ranger fan, if those games end up mattering, those two makeup games that the Bruins are playing against the Islanders and Capitals, is you don't want it to be a situation where those two teams are locked into their playoff spot and then they end up treating the game against the Bruins like it's a preseason game and basically just mail it in. That would certainly not be ideal for the Rangers. And this kind of leads me into the next thing that I wanted to talk about here, and that's to look at the Rangers' remaining schedule. It's down to just seven games, and just kind of determine which goalie I think should be between the pipes on every single one of these seven games here. We already know tonight, at home against Buffalo, the Rangers are going to be rolling with Igor Shesterkin. I absolutely think that's the right call. He's played very well recently, and you probably want to go with your best guy uh, against an inferior opponent like this. I know Alex Georgiev has played well recently, but I've been saying all along that I do think Igor Shesterkin should be the workhorse down the stretch, and Seven games left. I'm going to do a little bit of a spoiler here. I think Igor Shesterkin should get five of them. It might not be the five that you guys necessarily think it's going to be. There's a little bit of a curveball here, and there's something that I will admit is a little bit out there. But this is what I would like to see the Rangers do as it pertains to Igor Shesterkin and Alex Georgiev down the stretch. Again, we already know Igor's in there tonight. Great. Go get it. Get another win. Get another big two points. And first, let me just go ahead and lay out the rest of the Rangers schedule. So obviously, home against the Sabres tonight. On Thursday, they will be home against the Islanders. On Saturday, they will be on the road against the Islanders. On Monday, May 3rd, they will be at home against the Capitals. They will also be at home against the Capitals on Wednesday, May 5th. They will be at Boston on Thursday, May 6th. And they will be at Boston on Saturday, May 8th. That game starts at 3 p.m. So, seven games left. Here's what we're going to do if I'm in charge of deciding who starts what games for the Rangers. So, we already know Alex Georgiev is kind of the Islander killer, right? It was the case before this season, and it has certainly been the case this season as well. But I've got some stats to back this up, and I just want to kind of illustrate for you guys just how good Alex Georgiev has been against the Islanders this season and just kind of compare his stats against the Islanders versus Igor Shesterkin's stats against the Islanders. Igor has played in four games against the Islanders this year, started all four of them. He has allowed 15 goals on 123 shots. That is a save percentage of just 878. Georgie has only played two games against the Islanders this season, so it is a small sample size, but he's got one shutout. Of course, that was the second game of the season, and he's allowed just one goal on 55 shots in those two games combined. That is a save percentage of 982. And I look, I know that number's ridiculous, and it's due to the fact that it's only two games. It's completely unsustainable over any length of time. But Georgiev's domination, like we just talked about, it goes back to basically when he began his Ranger career. For one reason or another, he has always had their number. And I say, this game against the Islanders coming up, two birds with one stone. You reward Alex Georgiev for his strong play down the stretch. He's been very good recently. And you take advantage of what has obviously been a plus matchup because Georgiev has owned the Islanders. Georgiev in his last five games this season, and keep in mind, all these games are spread out. Georgiev has played very sparingly. Igor Shesterkin has been the workhorse. They go to Georgiev basically whenever Igor needs a breather, and he's played good despite uh, those challenging circumstances. In his last five games, Alex Georgiev has a record of 4-1 and one and has allowed just seven goals on 131 shots in those five games. That is a save percentage of 947, so he's been on fire. And listen, I've been the guy campaigning down the stretch here for Igor to really shoulder the load for this team, really be the workhorse, but you can't ignore strong play like this from Alex Georgiev. You do have to be able to adjust on the fly every now and then if the play of one of your guys dictates that he should be getting more playing time, and I think that's what we're seeing from Alex Georgiev. It's not like Igor Shesterkin is in a slump or anything like that. It's just that Alex Georgiev has been that good. 
And I'll take this a step further. If the Rangers beat the Islanders on Thursday and Alex Georgiev does anywhere near what he's done throughout his career against this New York Islander team, then I want him back out there once again on Saturday's away game against the New York Islanders because he'd be coming off a strong performance and he would be continuing to prove that this is no fluke. Alex Georgiev simply has the number of the New York Islanders and it might be even getting to the point where it's getting in the Islanders' heads a little bit. So I'm going right back to Alex Georgiev. Anything short of a disaster where the Islanders light him up for like five goals on Tuesday, excuse me, Thursday, I'm going right back to Alex Georgiev for another start against the Islanders on Saturday. After that, The Rangers will be down to just four games remaining. It will be Monday at home against the Capitals, Wednesday at home against the Capitals, Thursday on the road against the Bruins, Saturday on the road against the Bruins. I'm going to Igor Shesterkin for all four of those games. And I realize that's a lot. I realize there's a back-to-back in there. I realize that that's four starts in the span of just six days for a young goalie, Igor Shesterkin. But I keep coming back to the fact that Igor Shesterkin's workload this season for the Rangers is going to be smaller than any other season that he spends with this team. I think that's pretty much a lot going forward. It certainly seems like he's the goaltender of the present, the goaltender of the future. And to date this season, Igor Shesterkin has appeared in only 30 games for the Rangers. Now, obviously, part of that has to do with the fact that it's just a 56-game regular season. Part of that also has to do with the fact that Igor missed three weeks due to an injury. But be that as it may, no matter what happens down the stretch here, this is going to be the lightest workload that Igor Shesterkin has ever asked to shoulder throughout his New York Ranger tenure. I can't see another situation where he starts this few games. Obviously, barring an injury, and we don't even want to talk about that. So, I say make him the workhorse in those four games down the stretch. It should also be noted that as far as, you know, we talked about how Georgiev has the Islanders number. Igor Shesterkin has played better against the Bruins this season than Alex Georgiev has. And I don't have the exact stats. I'm not going to go through it like I just did with the Islanders. But he's got Georgiev beat by a fairly comfortable margin. And just the fact that it's the last two games of the regular season, I think you really want to go down swinging. Now, could the Rangers give Georgiev one more start? Maybe one of the two home games against the Washington Capitals? Yeah, it's possible. Maybe you put him out there for Wednesday, and then you avoid Igor Shesterkin having to play back-to-back days, one against the Capitals, one against the Bruins. So that's possible. But in my perfect world, Igor starts tonight, and that's indeed the case. We already know that that is indeed happening. Then Alex Georgiev plays the two games against the Islanders simply because he absolutely owns that team this season and in seasons past. And then I'm going to the big guy. I'm going to the workhorse. I'm going to the goaltender of the present and the future. And I'm going to use Igor Shesterkin through all four of the remaining games. Let the Rangers put their best foot forward and just see where they end up. We'll see how the Rangers look to play it. I realize the way I just laid it out might be a little bit unconventional to some of you, but I think it does make some sense. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. How would you guys kind of mix and match Shesterkin and Georgiev down the stretch here? But regardless of how the Rangers do it, and we will obviously keep our eye on that, it's going to be a lot of fun here. Rangers firmly in the playoff chase, which is seven games remaining. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline offers real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Once again, BetOnline.ag. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever. 
you get your podcasts. All right, so to kind of wrap up for today, I just wanted to share a couple other stories from my wife and I's trip to Madison Square Garden. Of course, we saw the Rangers beat the Buffalo Sabres 6-3 to on Sunday, and just a very unique experience. I mean, that's the word that I kind of kept coming back to in yesterday's episode, but I think it definitely fits. It kind of gives you mixed feelings because it is neat to be in there. There's not obviously a lot of people there, and so it's kind of a privilege just to be there. But you look around and you see just, you know, fans kind of dotted all over the arena and spread out by a lot. And you can't help but think about, you know, this horrible pandemic that got us here in the first place. Uh, Although the good news is that the fact that there's fans being let back into these arenas at all means that we're moving in the right direction. And, you know, hopefully uh, things can get back to normal as soon as possible. And before you know it, hopefully by next season, we're packing Madison Square Garden to the rafters once again. But it's crazy. You know, you walk around, even between periods, when you walk through the concourse, you have all the space in the world to move. Uh, Not all of the concession stands are open. You know, there's a couple that are shut down. Obviously, you don't need to have every single one of them open, given that you're only dealing with 10% of the usual capacity. But it's crazy. You know, you can actually, you can power walk through the concourse, which usually at Madison Square Garden at a Ranger game, you kind of have to just sort of shuffle along, especially between periods, because the concourse is just completely packed. Everybody is, you know, trying to get to where they're going, you know, trying to get to the bathroom, trying to get to refreshments, trying to get back to their seat. And you kind of have to do that weird, like, slow motion walk when you're in, you know, a crowded area and just kind of move forward little by little. But you can actually, you can run to the concession stand and then power walk to get back to your seat to see the end of a Ranger power play, which is something that happened to me uh, during the game against the Sabres. You can just get around a heck of a lot faster. Something that I talked about yesterday, and it's something that I noticed on TV and something that I can confirm from having been there live, is that for only having 10% capacity, Madison Square Garden can still get pretty loud. I mean, you could definitely uh, feel the fans in there. The players can definitely hear it. They can definitely feed off of it. I think they do feed off of it. And one of the cooler things that happened in the night is, and one of the things that got one of the louder reactions from the fans, is on the screen, the Rangers showed the final score of the Penguins-Bruins game and showed that the Penguins had beaten the Bruins one to nothing earlier that day, and that got a heck of a reaction. I mean, believe me, it's not just the players and coaches that are thinking about this playoff push. There's a lot of fans out there who are really into it. All Ranger fans are very well aware of what's going on and what's going to need to happen down the stretch here if the Rangers are indeed going to somehow, some way, get into this postseason tournament. But that was cool as well. You know, I was not even aware. I wasn't even thinking about it. I didn't even check my phone to see the score. So that was the first that I had heard of it and you know seeing that the penguins had beaten the bruins one to nothing and done so in regulation that was awesome and it kind of just uh set the stage for what was a fun night because obviously the rangers took care of business against the sabers and picked up the six to three win something else that happened that i thought was kind of funny is we were in line my wife and i for merchandise and my wife is looking at a couple of different sweatshirts and you know she's debating about this one or that one maybe getting one or the other the guy working there was actually nice enough to allow her to try on the sweatshirt before we ended up buying it And I have never seen that at Madison Square Garden or any sporting event ever where you're actually allowed to try on the clothes before you buy it. And the reason that was possible, again, is because it was only filled to 10% capacity. I think there was like one person in line behind us. So we just stepped out of his way, let him do his thing. And I mean, just awesome. Just so cool that the uh, guy working there allowed her to do that. She ends up getting the sweatshirt. But 
That also kind of leads me into the next thing that I wanted to talk about, which is once again, I mentioned this in yesterday's show as well, but the people working there were absolutely fantastic, uh, just making sure you knew where to go and what to do and make sure you were being safe. Uh, but they did it without being like invasive and being overly protective. Like obviously they want everybody to wear their mask, but if somebody's eating something, they allow you to remove your mask, et cetera, et cetera. Um, can't say enough about the job that they did. Uh, they were all just very friendly and seemingly very happy to have fans back in Madison Square Garden. I mean, I know it's been happening for a little while now, but it seems like it's kind of been nice for uh, the people working there as well to, you know, be back at work first and foremost, and secondly, to have fans there. And, you know, they were all in good spirits. The fans at the Garden were all in good spirits, and we're getting there. You know, it's, uh, it's only a matter of time at this point, it would seem, before, once again, we are filling Madison Square Garden to the brim. The other thing that I found kind of amusing, and this is something that we talked about with Vince Mercagliano when he joined the show about a month or so ago, give or take, but, you know, he's obviously been there at the Garden covering these games, and he's seen the Garden completely empty without any fans, and he's also seen the Garden uh, how it is now with 10% capacity, and the one thing that he pointed out that I definitely saw when I was there is that you, when somebody heckles the opposing team under normal circumstances, when Madison Square Garden is full, you have an idea of where it's coming from, but you don't really know who's doing it because there's so many people there. But when it's just 10% capacity, you can look like literally across the entire arena and be like, yeah, it's that guy right there. That guy's yelling uh, things at the opposing team. And I definitely experienced that because there was a guy about three sections to our right who the entire game was just yelling. I mean, just, I don't know how he didn't lose his voice. He wasn't really yelling anything particularly at the other team, but he just kind of started yelling, where are you guys? I think he was directing that at the other fans. Like, like he was that guy that wanted to like, you know, plant the Ranger flag in the ground and kind of rally the troops, so to speak, and just kind of have this mentality of like, you know, it's only 10% full here, guys, so we all got to do a little something extra to motivate the team. I think he was kind of that guy, but he was great. He was really funny. I got a couple of laughs out of him during the night. I think he had probably consumed one or two adult beverages, which is completely fine. Do what you got to do. Hey, it's fun. We're all back at the games, right? This is... Uh, uh, supposed to be fun. You're supposed to have a good time. As long as you're not driving, do whatever you got to do. Enjoy the game. Have some fun. And then there was a guy a few rows down in our section who the entire second period was just yelling at Tokarski, but he wouldn't really yell anything vulgar or, you know, something that really crossed the line. Basically, he was just screaming Tokarski's name the entire second period. I don't really know what the... <laughs> What the idea there was, I guess, just to distract him, obviously. But those two fans uh, just seem to be feeding off of each other. And uh, if either one of them happened to be listening to this podcast, kudos to both of you for, uh, you know, bringing the energy and providing the Garden Faithful with a couple of laughs throughout the night. But that's pretty much it. I mean, hopefully that kind of paints a picture for you guys as far as what it's like to be back inside Madison Square Garden under these current circumstances. And like I said, some of you listening to this have probably been to a game or two uh, since they have started allowing fans back in. And I talked about this in yesterday's episode as well. But if you're kind of on the fence about going to a Ranger game, not going to a Ranger game, my recommendation is go ahead and do it. And I don't want to make that decision for you because there's some people out there who still might not feel comfortable, still might not think it's 100% safe. But I will say uh, throughout our time there, my wife and I both felt very safe, never felt like we were in any kind of danger whatsoever. And again, just huge, huge credit goes to everybody working at Madison Square Garden for uh, ensuring a safe environment and a fun environment for Ranger fans as we uh, hopefully get back to, once again, filling Madison Square Garden to the rafters. But that's going to pretty much do it for today, guys. The only last thing I wanted to do real quick was give some shout-out to our Locked On New York Rangers Fantasy League semifinalists. In one of the semifinals, we have the eighth-seeded Graves Goons, coached by Ray. They are taking on the number two-seeded Topeka Tiger Sharks, coached by Joe. And 
I feel like the fact that the eight seed beat a one seed, that's kind of a good omen for the Rangers because they're basically going to be the de facto eight seed and they will probably have the uh, worst record of any team to make the playoffs in what is usually the Eastern Conference and they will probably be taking on the team with the best record. So the fact that in the locked on New York Ranger fantasy hockey playoffs, we had the eight seed beat the one seed. I don't know. Sounds like a good omen to me. And in our other semifinal matchup, we have the fifth-seeded Danville Whalers, coached by Dan, and they are taking on the number three-seeded Swag Money team, coached by Dominic. And it's crazy because I was knocked out in the quarterfinals by Swag Money team, Dominic's team, and I've never seen anything quite like this. But basically the way it works is you get a win or a loss throughout the regular season for every stat that you win. So if I... If my team scores the most goals, I get a win for that. If my opponent's team has the most assists, I get a loss for that, so on and so forth. And so obviously you can also get ties. But Dominic and I, in our quarterfinal matchup, we both won three categories, we both lost three categories, and we had six ties. But due to the fact that Dominic had the better regular season record and was the better seed, he advances via the tiebreaker. So congratulations, Dominic. I say the better team won. And uh, good luck in the semifinals. Good luck to all four teams in the semifinals. It's obviously been a lot of fun this year. If you're looking to join the Lockdown New York Rangers Fantasy Hockey uh, League next season, then definitely reach out. And anybody who's playing this year, your spot is secure if you wish to come back next season. But that's going to pretty much do it for today, guys. If you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time.